this is JR from Less Than Jake, and you're listening to Sunset Flip Radio. Thank you, fuck you, bye-bye, everybody. And welcome back to the number one podcast for the art and sport of professional wrestling. As always, thank you for spending some time here at your boys from Sunset Flip Radio. Yes, welcome back to Sunset Flip Radio. As always, I'm your co-host, the Million Dollar Father, Mr. Thomas Lisi, sitting Across the table, he's back in the studio, ladies and gentlemen. The most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. Ooh, the honorary use myself. I think you took a three-week hiatus. You were in vacation, and then last week you watched your daughter. So you're back in the studio. No, it's fine. Everything's back to normal here on Sons of Football (laughs) Radio. Everything's fine. Like I had Um, put in a request. We we got five new figures on the walls during the the three-week hiatus. Uh, We went on a little shopping spree. We got a couple new ones. Christmas Um, came early. It did, yeah. We got... uh, we picked up the Acolytes, uh, Farouk and Bradshaw, Those Legend so Series. Nice. We got a yeah. new uh, Ultimate Edition Macho Man Randy Savage from the NWO era. Yeah, madness t-shirt. Yeah, and if you follow our social media, we put up a post about the 92 SummerSlam uh, main event between the British Bulldog and Brent Hitman Hart, and we have those figures here in the studio. The flag is what does it. The flag is what does it, yes. Plus, it's a collector's edition, too, so it's not really like a oh. series. That's why I got it, too. And then the one underneath, the Davy Boy Smith, is the same thing. So, yeah, so we have some new figures in the walls. There's a lot of new stuff going on in wrestling. We're going to just basically just vomit and regurgitate everything that we feel because there's so much stuff is going on. In a matter of a week, we have the return of, in my opinion, one of the greatest storytelling uh, Mike-driven superstars in a little while, and Bray Wyatt. We also have the return of Brock Lesnar, and we have the return of Gallows and Anderson. Yes, Gallows and Anderson are back. That was the theme from our opening today. If anybody didn't know what that was, because it's been so long since we heard that music. So, I mean, to dive right into everything, notice we didn't talk about AEW. We'll we'll shit on that later on, just because I got some some interesting things to talk about with last night's Dynamite. And um, it's really funny because you gotta fill me in on that because I didn't see. Yeah, it's any funny. Of it's it. funny because I went to bed super early. Yeah, it's night. funny because we're going to rampage in less than a month. I know, and we gotta keep up with what's going on. But it's been so bad. Some things that it's just kind of, hard not point, to be like, positive with some things. I'll check in to see what's going on and to get like, a little bit of a backstory before mm-hmm. we go. Yeah, like, obviously we'll watch Wednesday. Yeah, uh, the the night you know a couple nights before we go to the show. And then just to give plus me a they'll announce something. the card too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But because it's another weird show where it's a it's at what ten o'clock, but it's a lot. Well, it starts or? at eight, so oh, I think it, it's going it, to be. It. I think we're going to be there for dark and dark elevation, and then we're going to be there for rampage. So it's like three shows in one. So it's like three hours of wrestling. Got it. So okay. it's pretty cool. I mean, um. Real quick, I know this has nothing to do with wrestling. Blink One Eight Two got back together. Um, I'm I'm good. Do you want to know how much tickets are? Uh, Do you about no. this? I saw on Ticketmaster someone put a video up on TikTok for Los Angeles show, I think, or somewhere. Floor seats are three hundred dollars. Standing. Floor seats three hundred dollars. To see Blink One Eighty Two standing, standing seats three hundred. I I mean. I- the same band that you probably saw for eight bucks at the '97 World Tour. <laughs> yeah. it's, I just, I just had to talk. I mean, I've been a Blink fan my whole life. I, I mean, mean, I bought Emma the State when I was 12 years old. Yeah, I mean, I, you I, know, I guess. And Dude Ranch too. Dude Ranch, wow. And Chessie or um, Cat, even going even older. I, uh, I, I guess so. I, I just compare it to wrestling seats, so it's like 300 dollars is kind of 
on the cheaper side, but I guess from a venue and, and band standpoint, mm-hmm. that's like uh, might as well be a grand. Yeah. Yeah. Three hundred dollars for a concert is like a five thousand dollar wrestling seat in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a lot. I just had to get that out there. And I'm happy they're back together. Uh, Tom said that it, this is the greatest album that they ever made. I've seen that. Yeah. So I'm very curious to see that. But back to wrestling. Um, Extreme Rules. We watched it together. This is the first event that we watched in a while. And to be honest, I mean, there were some... We, we, we talked about a lot of positive things. I mean, in my opinion... You know, the Liv Morgan-Ronda Rousey match would live up to what it was supposed to be. You know, we, we, we kept a counter about how many things we were right on. We were right on um, Sheamus and the Brawling Brutes to win. We were right on Ronda winning. We were right on Karrion Cross winning. Mm-hmm. Which, again, you know, all these were the right moves. Yeah. You know, the Brutes winning, you know, was set up because of Friday, which mm-hmm. is another banger match. Between yes. A, a, we got to get a three-peat there. I think we are. I think we're uh, gonna I think get that's it. That's might be a title change. Yeah, and you know it's what? Gotta be a lot of people are, they keep mentioning this a lot is of the people. One them. Yeah, a lot of people are talking about how they want to see Sheamus with the Intercontinental Title over Gunther. But if you're really doing long-term story booking, like I think you're gonna give Drew McIntyre the chance to face Gunther, mm-hmm. and I think that's a match that Triple H isn't gonna pass up on. And I think that's, that match is gonna be at WrestleMania. And the fact that Gunther only has two losses in two years tells you something. And especially because Gunther is Triple H's boy. Yeah. We always talk about whose boy is who. Right. Um, I kind of feel like that Gunther is going to be having that title for a while. Mm-hmm. I think not like Roman Reigns keeping it hostage for over two years, but I think that he's going to have that title for a good amount of time. And maybe Drew does take it off of him at WrestleMania, and then that leads to him taking the next step because Drew's been there once. I mean, just just look at what Seth Rollins did. Yeah. Seth Rollins became the United States champion. Who would have thought that? Well, yeah, I think it, it's all because of the the where we'll end up leading to is a return and and a, a match that we've all been waiting for for many years. So I mean, you know, so was it a gimme because the guy hasn't held the championship in close to a thousand days? I believe it was. Um, yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. It's um, also could so I'm be. I'm curious to see where they're going to go with that. Having him have a championship for the first time in forever, this guy's going to go ape shit. I mean, I I also think that it was definitely a thank you for what you did for the past year, yeah, two years. Yeah, because he's lost everything. Technically, the last thing he won was well, I guess he beat um, um, before before this match where he lost to Riddle, but I think he did beat Riddle already. Mm-hmm. Um, but and then before that, he won in a DQ. But when was the last time he was a champion of any kind? Oh, champion! Uh, it's been years, a while. Couple, it's been a while. Three years. Yeah, give or take. It's been a while he's been a champion, mm-hmm. whether it be Intercontinental or Tag Team or, you know. Right. He, last time he was United States champion is when he beat John Cena and he was double champion. Double champ. This is yep. years ago. Yeah. But, I mean, now, yep. now to me, this solidifies a couple things. I mean, Seth Rollins is your best performer on Monday Night Raw, yep. hands down. He is the number one guy on Monday Night Raw as far as talent, in-ring ability, promo work. We all talk, we talk about all this stuff. Yes, I mean, we'll see Roman Reigns in there once in a while, but permanently in Monday Night Raw, it's Seth Rollins, number one. Yeah. And right now... He's doing the legwork. Yeah, right now, the U.S. belt is Him, the... Bobby. Is the belt. Yeah. So you have your top guy on the show with the top belt on the show, because remember, Roman Reigns technically is a SmackDown superstar. Yeah. Yes, it sucks that there's two belts that's right. held by one guy. It, I mean, you know... That the old regime created this mess. Yes. So now Triple H is slowly going to fix it, but he can't change everything overnight. 
No, so for no, the time being, make sense. They'll seem rushed. Yeah, for the time being, why don't you just put your top guy on the show, which who's also ironically your boy that you brought up, that became Money in the Bank winner, cashed in at WrestleMania, the only rest, the only wrestler to ever cash in at WrestleMania for that title. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I take that back. No, I think he's the only person to ever cash in. And, and, yeah, and win. Yep. Yeah. Um, I forgot Kane cashing that money in the bank. But um, no, the only wrestler to ever do that brought him up in NXT, watched him grow, and he was part of a feud with Triple H. Right. So, I mean, it only makes sense to have him be your flag bearer for the time being. And that flag bearer for the time being, yeah. that's a great thing for the WWE. Which, I mean, we kind of seen it. I mean, yeah. coming, you know, and, and rightfully so. And I'm not mad about it. No, I'm not mad about it, it at all. It, puts, it, it feels like, you know, the, the ship is still going straight and in the right direction. Oh, no. I, I don't think him becoming champion directs the ship in any way. I think it just it makes actually, the show better. It, yeah, it makes the show better. It Absolutely. It gives him another wrinkle in his character, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, character development. I don't care if you have the same character for 10 years. you got to put little different nuances to to your gimmick there. Um, and him being this champion, again, is, is one of those things. So I think it'll be really good. Um, you know, he... It was set up by something previous, you know, so his his win was it wasn't a match to ride home about, but it, it set no. up two different things. The match served its purpose to move forward with one thing and to, you know, go leaps and bounds with another. And yeah. hopefully set up something really, really big, either in the time being or down the line uh, at uh, WrestleMania. So we'll see. No, I mean, I think we're going to get Bobby versus Braun at crown jewel yeah that's yeah. a crown jewel match i think so i think so because right now i mean you but have the people have wanted that for years so you give the people of saudi arabia and that prince guy absolutely because because he probably's thrown up the money for that yeah i, I guess in the sense to carry this sense. feud to wrestlemania that's a long time especially with no belt on the line and you're gonna watch bobby just hang out from now until april I mean, what can Brock Lesnar do from now until April that will that will make Bobby pissed? Cost him a chance at the title at Royal Rumble? Okay, that's in January. Right now we're in October. You're gonna have this match at Crown Jewel. You're gonna have to because Crown Jewel just brings the I mean, big when, names when you think to about the front. Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. you know, we all he's know been when at he the last up, like, like right, four Crown right. Jewels. You know when he shows up. So yep. okay, I get it. Um. Think about the crown jewel. They brought in Kane Velasquez. They brought in Brock Lesnar. They brought in Goldberg. They brought in all these different names. DX, Kane, Undertaker, Goldberg, Fiend. Yeah, but I don't know. It just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. It does. It's not what I... I wanted this, but Mm -hmm. it's not where I wanted it at. Absolutely. I mean, trust me. I would love to see Seth Rollins versus Edge live in America, but we saw it at Saudi Arabia. With with Triple H. Yeah, well... We we also had two but, matches prior. Yeah, to but we too, saw but. the Hell in a Cell, which was a lot better than the other ones. Yeah, um, so maybe we get a, a a series of these matches, but I think this match is good enough for like a big one off. It is. You it know? absolutely is because I think you can't just yeah. always go. Okay, we're gonna have three matches. You know, just logically mm-hmm. thinking, we're gonna go one and one. Here's a rubber match. Yeah. You can't keep doing these series of, of it's matches. It's a best of three, yeah. Yeah, you can't do best of threes, right? Not with not with this two k 
caliber of guys. I mean, yeah, you did it with Roman and Brock, but every time you did it with Roman and Brock, it was either WrestleMania, SummerSlam, or Crown Jewel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you'll never see Roman Reigns with Brock, Brock Lesnar at Extreme Rules. Uh, of course. You know what I mean? Just because the name of the pay-per-view, those lower-tier pay-per-views are meant for other superstars right now. Just look at Extreme Rules. The main event was Riddle versus Rollins in a fight pit. So now... It's kind of interesting how Rollins... Okay, so Rollins did all this legwork. You take this legwork back to when he was doing eye-for-eye matches with Rey Mysterio, right? He's gone through so many different gimmicks. He's done He's done so many jobs for different wrestlers and for the company. So you grant him... You know, you give him the U.S. title, which is smart. Yes. At the same time, obviously, we talk about you get more than one thing out of a situation. So now we have Brock Lesnar getting brought in. Um, I don't want that to overshadow the fact that Seth Rollins won, but I mean, obviously, you're going to think of the fact that Seth Rollins beat Bobby Lashley, but at the same time, Brock Lesnar kind of overshadowed and took his spotlight a little bit. I mean, granted, Brock Lesnar's name on paper compared to Seth Rollins, everybody knows who Brock Lesnar is, but to the wrestling smarks like us, you know, we see that as maybe as a little disadvantage or a little sour point note on this topic that we're talking about but now we can see seth rollins be a champion be the number one guy for a show technically on paper you are so now before we dive into parts of extreme rules this is so fresh with the fact that seth rollins has been a champion for only three days now because this is thursday who is next in line as a for seth rollins to go against because it's not going to be riddle we already saw that Right, we already saw Riddle. They already had the couple matches, and they ended it off in a fight pit. So, who on that roster do you think can go up against Seth Rollins right now? That's not really because Seth Rollins is going to have to Keep, beat keeping it to Raw. I think uh, he's going to have to beat the... some people first, and then he's going to put himself, I think, in a big match. Do you think he'll do? Um... I mean, yes, he's a heel, and, and it's not really a heel thing to do, but do you think they'll bring back the open challenges? In no. The, in the interim, before you strike up a feud? Because that, that's a good way to get the championship shown Going. It on could. the new guy and, and quick and, and, and painless until finally a challenger emerges. When you want that challenger to emerge, because are you going to have the title on the Saudi show, or are you going to have it? I think you're gonna have this, you're gonna have it on the Saudi show. I think the Saudi's gonna bring a lot of. I think you're gonna see the Usos wrestle on the Saudi show. You to. You're gonna see everybody in the Saudi show. Well, you're gonna see a lot of belts. There, so yeah, <laughs> you can definitely go to that country. So I mean, they're gonna be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then, as to who's the first challenger, man, I, I really don't know because that mid card. I don't think it's Bobby. Kind, obviously, that mid card is kind of like. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It kind of jumbled up a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's not very clear. Um, I have two I think names. With Seth, I think with Seth Rollins, it, it'll be able to be a little bit clearer, but not right now. I have an I, I have an interesting name. Um, you know, when I first thought about this, I said, okay, you know, Kevin Owens. All right, I said to myself, Kevin. Yeah, Owens. yeah. But I think they're saving they're saving Kevin Owens for the destruction of the bloodline with with. Uh, but this guy's got to do something. Yeah. How do you feel about Johnny Gargano? Yeah, that seems logical. Because think about it, Johnny. It, get, it gets Gargano going up against mm-hmm. Rollins automatically gets the rub. Mm-hmm. It puts Gargano, who was who's kind of his floundering a little bit. I think I might. I mean, he just say Gargano. He's not just went through a thing with Austin pop- Theory. Yeah, very quick. Um, but it puts Gargano now into the in, eyes of people. Thank you. And, and he can afford him, to lose. 
Absolutely. And at the same time, you're, you're making Seth Rollins look good because Gargano can keep up with him, and they're both very good in the ring. Those guys can, you can, I mean, if, if Roman's not on a show, you can main event the show with that, honestly. Yeah. So I think, I think for right now, right now, um, you have Gargano. Because I can't think of anything. And then for the big show, you have Owens. Because mm. again, Owens compared to Gargano on paper. For smart mark fans, depends on how you feel. But I mean, Owens will draw more attention, I think, than Gargano right now because Gargano hasn't been pushed into the limelight as much as he was in NXT right now. Yeah, he's still learning how to get his wings, in my opinion, in the main roster. Now, even though Rollins lost, and we kind of thought about that, talking about between him and Riddle, it's a fight pit. You know, Riddle, it's his kind of match. It's like does the Undertaker ever lose casket matches? I think the Undertaker lost. A couple, but I mean, the first one that he lost was the Yokozuna back in nineteen ninety. Mm-hmm. I remember watching that one. Yeah. Yes, and that was because he was going on injury. But I mean, if it's a fight pit, Riddle lost the first one, but he won this one. But it was good that he won, right? Because at the end of the day, Rollins ended up winning because he's the new U.S. champion too. Yeah. So both of the guys yeah. look strong coming out. But something that we both kind of touched about was uh, Bianca Belair and Bailey. Now. <sighs> Long, long I mean, Bianca, we little wonky because damage control came, so Dakota and EO made their appearance. But I mean, to you, like when we look back that, like when we look back at it, are we surprised that Bianca won? No, no, I'm not really that surprised. I mean, I know last week we came to you. No, but then seeing and, Bailey's reaction, yeah. like it was all that that smile was. It was what uh was wiped off her face, and then how she came into Monday Raw, uh, Monday Night Raw, just kind of like stoic, stoic. Yeah. Good word. Yeah, very stoic, very stern. And got, and got her win back essentially. Yeah, against Candice LeRae, who's turning into the jobber of the women's division, which is fine because I mean she doesn't primarily show threat right now. Right now, right she now. Yeah, again, she's in the same boat as her husband. Yeah, working up to kind of be perfectly relevant. fine. Yeah. yeah. But um, and you if, can afford to do take those. Losses. Yeah, if that's her sole Especially purpose, the then yeah. it's okay. Yeah, I mean, you're losing to Bailey, who just lost to Bianca in the first ever women's ladder match at a main event pay per view. Exactly. Now, I, it's hard to say if if she is getting the Charlotte Flair rub, Bianca Belair, in her early Ooh. part of her career. But I mean, if you really put the the pieces together, she lost to Becky Lynch pretty quickly, only to win it back months later. She already won the Royal Rumble. She's a two-time, uh, well, she's a two-time she's champion. champion. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, to my opinion, I th- I thought that this was going to main event Extreme Rules. We I thought, thought that until what about ten minutes, like right before I had got here because we watched it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we also you know we don't want to bury the lead, but we're getting to the biggest part yeah. of, of yeah. This I whole mean, thing, but, you know, obviously um, we didn't lead off with Bray Wyatt because. We have a lot to talk about, and we <laughs> yeah. and we wanted to talk about. We wanted to give him uh, enough time. Yeah, to and there's other debris. things that we had to talk about because yeah. a lot of other events did happen on Monday Night Raw. But I I did thought I did thought I did think that was going to main event. You know, you and I actually talked yeah, about it. It had a lot. It made perfect sense. A lot of baggage to go with it to be a main event. I get why they didn't do it as the main event, but then you know, obviously, because you. She retained. You would have thought that Bailey would have won if it yeah. on last. Um, but everything that preceded that final match, I guess, could have been done anywhere. 
I think Unless the way there's other meaning yeah. there to it. But, I think the way that it yeah. ended, everything going black, and you see the little thing the in the logo bottom right at the corner. Bottom. This Triple H is a. I you could have done that with any match. Game. So I mean, yeah. the way that Bray Wyatt debuted didn't affect anybody. Didn't we hurt thought anybody because we were looking. We thought in it the was. Ring, right? um, but you know, we'll get that later on. But I mean, I kind of feel like Bianca Belair now, from the fact that she basically took on three women and beat them all in a ladder match, where. You know, one of those women could have knocked her off the ladder. One of the women could have tied her to the rope. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, with the stipulation in her favor, it's really hard for me to find a way for her to lose now and to make it believable that she will not drop the belt. Even with Becky Lynch coming back, Becky Lynch is apparently penciled in as the winner of the 2023 Royal Rumble as of now. And on paper, they want to do Ronda versus Becky at WrestleMania next year. So right now, we may see a stranglehold on the SmackDown women's title because since Ronda beat Liv, she may be holding it until Becky comes back. And now there's plans to have Charlotte go over on Bianca. So we may not see a champion. We may not see a new women's champion from now until WrestleMania. And those two women that have it are Ronda Rousey and Bianca Belair. Yeah. And and the, those the two Ronda women on paper to, to make them lose or to find a way for them to lose right. that actually makes sense and they're never going to cross paths because no. they're on opposite shows although yes. that would be a nice match and Survivor but... Series doesn't count in that way now right right so here here you were thinking you were going to get that you know yeah. with the you know, brand supremacy like they mm -hmm. always used to say and then champion versus champion on each show which was still a cool concept it was Um, I just think poorly executed at certain in, in certain years yes um, you know, we all know famously that uh, Brock wanted nothing to do with gender, so they switched the title. I think onto AJ. Yes, it was at AJ. That time, and and that we got a great match between those two. Mm -hmm. Um, so you know, we'll we'll see what with Bianca. I don't know who her next challenger would be. I don't know if she's gonna ever drop this belt. Um, I don't know what the major plans are for her. I heard that Io Sky may be her next opponent. Okay, that's fair. So we're still going through the um, the damage control tree, mm -hmm. if you if you call it that. Um, so let's see. Because for her to for her to face Bailey now in a plain match, it doesn't make much sense because the match that they had together it was a ladder match. It was I mean, a ladder match. Like I mean, Bailey pinned you clean, cell or yeah. something fight pit related you know that Bailey pinned you clean at the Clash of the Castle, and that led you to this match, and you just had a ladder match. At Extreme Rules, where it was the first one ever and all the stuff behind it, and you really can't go back and do that again, or you can't t try or top that with anything except the Hell in a Cell. Correct. And they're not going to have a Hell in a Cell at a random Outside event in Crown of Jewel. Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, they did last year at Crown Jewel, but just because that was different. That was between Edge and Rollins. That was the trilogy of their epic and it, and battle. And it was rightfully so. They needed to do that. Yeah. I mean, that was the only way you blow that off. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So, I mean, right now, I think we're going to see. Bianca facing Io Sky. First blood match. We'll probably never get those again. <laughs> no, but. never, never. I mean, I don't think that we're going to see Bianca. Maybe, maybe Bailey will come back for her in, until Charlotte comes back. But when Charlotte comes back, she's going after uh, Bianca. And in my opinion, I think right now on paper, if I had a gun to my head, it's going to be Bianca versus Charlotte WrestleMania, and then Ronda versus Becky. Yeah, you got to have remember, I you mean, know, huge Ronda, events, the huge Ronda names. And Becky, there's history there. Because there is thirty five and WrestleMania, and they never, then they never challenged one to one. Nope. Now so that means that Becky. Fair, but then where does Charlotte figure into these plans? Because you know she's always lurking somewhere. Yeah, I mean Charlotte um, can easily win the elimination chamber. They can do that in February to set up for her and Bianca. 
Okay, sure. Pencil me in for that. And there you can have. Look at you. And there you can have uh, Candice LeRae. You can have Charlotte. You can have uh, Alexa. You can put uh, uh, Raquel. uh, Yeah, you can put Bailey in it. You know what I mean? Put all these names that you know that won't get much time into that match just to have them go. But it'll be a good showcase. That's that's the thing that Triple H does well is the fact that he has a he books women's he books women's divisions well because right now there's only two belts. I mean, technically, there's you, more than two, but I mean, you know, to to put a tag team together, I mean, I think we're going to see Raquel and Shotzi get a sh- get a shot. Does there need to be a mid card women's champion? No, I don't think there needs to be. That because, gets thrown around a lot. No, though. I know we haven't really touched on it. No, much, it, it doesn't. It doesn't need to be because you have the tag team women's belts, and you can form tag teams out of that. To have another belt for the women would definitely get lost in the way the WWE does their programming. Got it. I mean, That's right now, right now they're thinking there. about doing a European title, which kind of throws me for throws me off a little bit because you have the U.S. title and Intercontinental. It's I mean, if you want, amount. it's an uneven amount of number. So that means that you that you're gonna take, in my opinion, this is what they're doing. They're gonna take the U.S. title and have that be the one B. The one A is the Universal. The one mm-hmm. B is the U.S. And then two is Intercontinental. Three is um, the European title, so it's four singles belts. Right, that's, that's right. Too you, many. You're 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 lurking slowly, n- lurking on the AEW territory. Well, yes and no. I mean, I mean you, know, five, you don't have a trios thing going. You have on, five but. with the tag teams, and then you have the six and seven women's, and then I guess the twenty four seven is eight. I mean, that still counts. Yeah. I mean, it's never on. It's on main event, but it, technically, it's still a title. You know, right, that's yeah. eight belts. In the WWE, with the addition of the European title to make I, it, eight. I guess just because they're not like out in your face like some of them are on AEW. That See, that's the difference. You know what I mean? Like it's like holy shit. You know, WWE makes it that the champion leaving the twenty four seven championship out of this. The champions when they're on means a little bit more than when they're there in your face all the time. I mean, Gunther. And that's the old school thing. Yeah, that's what they've always done. Gunther had the title in Extreme Rules, but he wrestled as part of a tag team. Right, and uh, perfectly trio. fine. Perfectly yeah. fine. Bobby Lashley wasn't that's even how, in the fucking you, arena, probably. So I mean, that's how you elongate yeah. things too. I mean, plus I think with Seth, I think you'll see him more on pay per views. So I think you'll see the U.S. title becoming more prominent on pay per views now every month. I mean that that will that belt will get defended every month on a pay per view, mm-hmm. just because of the guy who's holding it. But it's Seth Rollins. He has to be in your television. You know, he is one of the heartbeats of the WWE. Now, I, you know, we immediately had no argument last week about Ronda Rousey and Liv Morgan simply because no. on, on paper, if you look at everything and the way that Liv won and the way that she carried her title, she was meant to lose it rather quickly. I mean, I don't know how how easier it is for me to say that. But I, uh, you know, she, she had it longer than you and I both thought she was going. To, yeah, I mean, <laughs> she she did have and to I get that victory. Could say that too. She got a victory over Shayna Baszler overseas at Clash at the Castle. Yep. Uh, she had a wonky finish victory that was cut short at SummerSlam. We always talk about that, but now you know, in the trilogy part of this, uh, technically, because this is the third match they had, Ronda Rousey beat Liv Morgan pretty easily, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in the wheelhouse, and, and none of these were really like one-on-one matches. There was yeah. like some sort of stip, you know? Yeah. Or or some some outside stuff going on I mean, on to be honest, I mean, it, it didn't change my opinion of Ronda Rousey. To me, I still think she's kind of a one-trick pony, and it's really hard for her. It's really hard to book her to lose cleanly to someone that's not Charlotte Flair or Becky Lynch. 
Yeah. Straight up. I mean, unless you build the feud between her, then the natural feud that's there is between her and Shayna Baszler. Yes. Shayna Baszler's no, not really even in this picture. Not for now. Not for now. Not for now. Now, Shayna, Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler can be a good opponent for her leading into the big blow-off with Becky, which we're going to see. Here's Right. And here's where... Well, I'll say this, knowing that, you know, we'll probably get the Becky and and Ronda thing, right? If Ronda eventually lost to Shayna, that's a great way to transition from somebody who really can't lose. It's hard to see her losing, but if she did, it's to X amount of people. Yeah. I think Shayna's there. Then you can move on from her back into the regular. I think Shayna definitely has to make a statement, though, before then. The only way to make a statement is to beat Ronda's ass. I yeah. think that is a great way. I mean, if if you literally beat the crap out of Ronda, like literally just turn your back and just beat the shit out of her. They're the two people. The next time you see the fight pit, if it's not for the two of them. I mean, a fight pit with them two would be holy ridiculous. Holy crap. That's that makes legit. sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Now, for Shayna to beat I'll Ronda. I'll take my money in the check. Thank you. Yeah, no, that's fine. I mean, that logically makes sense because Ronda and Shayna are both former MMA fighters. Yep. And the and the fight pit is an MMA style kind of combat. And maybe you know, maybe you can get format. Maybe you can get Becky involved as like the special guest referee. Uh, it would have to develop over weeks. Hear me out here. Have to develop over weeks because okay, the end goal is for maybe Becky to cost Ronda. So now it's not on Ronda. Eventually, it'll go back to her, but. Right now, again, we're all yeah. about building feuds. Maybe you are. Um, but then Long-term that would story also, booking. you know, give her something too. Um, you yeah. can interject her, and you can go on from one to another. I mean, you way. can. You, there's your connection. Yeah, I mean, you can have Becky try to cost Ronda the title, and Ronda still win. Yeah, even at the if same it's time, like a you, fight pit match, yeah. but still, like you know, you're giving you're eyes get on Shayna. Out, right? Yeah, I think this is a good time to elevate Shayna because right now, Liv Morgan, Liv Morgan's in this part where they created a storyline for her after that match the fact that she was smiling while she was getting choked out now she's in a dark place i mean we'll talk about that later on with different theories but i mean i think with the way that that match ended that just sets up a new story for Liv morgan that has nothing to do with her being champion which makes sense because her being a champion was stale boring and unbelievable and that's fine but i do think no one she, believed her kinda, as a champion she kind of elevated herself though, she did past where she was okay past a couple other people she only know. had one good win though she only fine. had one good win yeah, sometimes that's all you need yeah, you know I'll, I'll say it again she got biggie booked same as akbar yeah, he said that a couple yeah i'll say it again i think the last time we were i will say it again face, yeah he said that. yeah the, the way the biggie was booked as champion he came in cashed in lost the lost to brock lesnar at no he lost to roman reigns at survivor series had a meaningless count out victory for a title and then he loses the day one to brock lesnar yeah Liv morgan wins in a money in the bank right she she cashes in technically she loses at SummerSlam. technically has one meaning meaningful win, and then she loses to Ronda Rousey. So on paper, Ronda Rousey is the Brock Lesnar of the women's division, mm-hmm. which she kind of is. Because ironically, who won the World Rumble last year? Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. So I mean, for for us to sit here and try to decode the the theory of Liv Morgan not being a champion, she had her time. Was I one of those smart mark fans jumping up and down when she won? Absolutely, I yeah. was because I wanted to see what her as a champion would be like and also that was also a payoff of a year-long story because remember she was right there grabbing the briefcase last year yep 
and then lost to whoever. I forget. Nikki. Thank you. A-S-H. Oh, oof. And so that was a whole year's worth of build, in a sense, when you look at it yep. that way. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it was rightfully so. Fans backed it, and just like they backed Big E and, and mm-hmm. a bunch of other people over the years. And, you know, she she got her thing. But like I said, she did make strides forward and did leap over other people that she was in line with. Now she kind of put herself at that next little level. And that's a good thing. That's development. This level. And we all know yeah. she's been around for a hot minute now. And, and you know. This level is now going to be called character building. Yeah. Because. Exactly. So we'll see where this wrinkle is where she's in a dark place. So mm-hmm. She's kind of light right now now let's see where she goes in dark this might be a heel turn and might be help generate her she made her debut as part of a trio heel group which made sense because she wasn't so much in the sarah Sarah logan might be coming yeah she's the manager of the viking raiders she is she is not so much in the she wasn't so much in the forefront of the riot squad like how ruby riot was because it was named after her technically um she was kind of in the back burner which is fine and then her friends get released and she comes out in this lesbian-esque character which faded quickly with lana and bobby lashley right. and all that stuff and then she finally found herself you know watch me live have the special on wwe mm-hmm. you guys which is very good with very good special and then you get the you get the homegrown fan it was the kofi it was the kofi kingston treatment she was the last one called up from nxt out of that whole class mm-hmm. Right, she got called up, and she watched her friends get released, and up and down, and up and down, and then she becomes champion, and people want to see it just because they're rooting for her, and then it doesn't turn out to be as good as it was. Yeah, it is what it is. That's life. That happens. But now, what's coming out of this now it could be a whole other build up, a whole other different character. But again, Triple H is huge into character development, so we'll just see what happens. Yeah, that's all we, we I can do. I actually have more way game. more faith in what we're going to see next than I yeah. if this happened. The same circumstances happened a couple months ago with mm-hmm. Vince, Vince at the helm. Um, I, I think this is, you know, we'll see. It's po- yeah, we'll I think see. it'll be positive. Do do I think that she's I have a positive in? Outlook yeah, on do it. I think that she's gonna be part of Bray Wyatt's group, which apparently is gonna happen? I'm not too sure, but I mean, we'll talk about that later on. But I mean, something she that she is on SmackDown. She is something something that I was really impressed with, in my opinion, was I really enjoyed the ending of the Finn Balor Edge match. Yeah, man. That I thought that concerto would look legit. I thought bringing Beth in. You knew how it was going to happen. Yeah, you knew yeah, it was going to be yeah, an emotional knew, I yeah. quit. I, mm-hmm. I knew that coming into it, and we might even said that. Yeah, the the numbers game didn't add up for Edge because no. it was it's really hard to make it believable to make Finn Balor say, I quit with the people that he has behind him. Yeah. How do you make someone say, I quit, when there's three other people of, in the stable with you? Right. That, that's of, really hard to do. And, of course. If they, it was in a hell in a cell. They look dubious enough where they're not going to take I quit for like okay you I quit boom the bell rings whatever yeah. but they're still gonna go on with it and that's exactly what they did mm-hmm. you know they, they kept that going and that's when uh it, I think they said that if you look at Rhea's face she mouths or says it it depends on how audible it was to um edge you taught us too well and then boom she hits uh Beth with the chair and she was convulsing like Tua did on the field like with her fingers throwing up gang signs mm-hmm. excellent <laughs> she was so good i really would like to see beth phoenix back because i missed, so did I. I missed her wrestling because i wasn't into the product at the time and i feel like I, I missed out on the one shining moment of that era beth phoenix was, was too good for her era boom she, she fits in so well here in, oh yeah this in is this if, if she was if prime beth phoenix was now She'd be ridiculous. She'd be the champ. Because of people like Raquel Rodriguez, 
You're right, Jeff bigger Phoenix woman. Versus Charlotte Flair. You didn't tell me that's not box office right there. Yeah, and Bianca, who's a very strong woman too. You know what I mean? Oof. Like Beth Phoenix is wrestling the names of Maria and Kelly Kelly and Melina and Michelle McCool and yeah. just supermodels turned wrestlers, she not wrestling. You know what I mean? A victim of you know just not being born at the right yeah. time. I mean, unfortunately, I mean, is that all of us? You know, I mean, Beth Phoenix was probably well, definitely is the greatest wrestler from that period as far as women are concerned in my opinion just because she had the total package injection you had to work so i mean i think to bring her back now in this storyline obviously makes a lot of sense because now you know you need to counteract Rhea with something and obviously Rhea's is a female and so is beth so to bring beth in for this makes total makes total sense and we knew it was coming that you know the whole you know, I don't want to watch my wife get hurt, and then she gets hit with the concerto, and now what What lingers in the balance is you still have Edge. They're still talking about Edge, what the Judgment Day is doing, and now Beth Phoenix comes into play now with um, with War Games next month. Now we have the introduction of Gallows and Anderson with AJ Styles. So now you have... It's funny because you have AJ Styles, Gallows and Anderson, Rey Mysterio, Edge... And Beth Phoenix that are all against the blood uh, that are all against the Judgment Day right now. Okay. Right. Judgment Day is f- is three and one. Right. Yeah, they're they're picking up steam because uh, remember Judgment Day I guess under Edge was you know was kind of lacking although kind of a different amalgamation of 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 uh, Judgment Day now because they've kind of morphed and become really good. I mean, a lot of podcasts and we might even said it we weren't really feeling them. At first, they're doing well, and they really made. I really like Rhea. I think Rhea is the leader of the group, the low key leader. Absolutely, she definitely is. Remember, she hasn't she hasn't wrestled in so long, and it's for a reason. Yeah, she hasn't wrestled for so long, and I think it's her reason. No, I don't think she's hurt. I think it's because they're they're building her character up to be a leader of this group. They really are. Who does she wrestle when she gets back to wrestling? Then Mm, this is when you insert Beth Phoenix. I think. Well, I, I think it's kind of built for her. There. I think I think is it's it built too, for Rhea. Is it too early for Saudi, or is that past that more Survivor Series? I mean, if you do a mixed tag match, well, that's another way to Edge and Beth versus Finn and that's Finn another and way Rhea. To prolong it another yeah, pay per view. You could live event. Yeah. I mean, the last time she wrestled was at was a mixed match at Royal, Royal Rumble, Rumble last year. Yep. Um, uh, Miz and Maurice. But. I mean, but I, th- I also don't want to see that again. Like, no, you know? I I think we'll see. I think you're gonna see it though. I think you're gonna see Finn and Rhea against Edge and uh, Beth. I think because Dominic and, isn't think, there yet to wrestle Edge. Yeah, I think Edge and Beth should. And probably... Damian Priest, uh, it's, I I'll put him in the back burner. He already wrestled Edge. Yeah. I put him in the back burner. Damian Priest is the muscle of that group. He doesn't need to be in the forefront like Finn can be. Right, and they've been showing it. Yeah. he's been viewed as as such. Mm-hmm. I think if they do do a mixed tag, I think Edge and, and Beth still need to lose because they need to win one-on-one, I think, for it to kind of be, like, done. Yeah. They I mean, don't gain anything by winning together. They gain more by winning each match separately. Yeah. I mean, I think right now the whole storyline with Judgment Day is interesting because they can go different ways, like we said. Do you go the way with AJ Styles for now until Beth and Edge come back? Got it. You know what I mean? You can have Beth and Edge versus Rhea and Finn at Survivor Series, mm-hmm. but that means that you're going to eliminate the bloodline from the War Games match, which I think is going to happen because ultimately the bloodline will be in the War Games match, yeah. in my opinion. They have to be. They and, set up to be. And with Bray do Wyatt... You really, do you really see Roman being in that match? Yes. 
I just didn't know if he was too big for that. He would be the perfect person to be in that match. A five on five. You're this is the guy in, across every kind of little brand that you have. There. He's gonna have to wrestle in that match. He's gotta have to. Yeah. Yeah. He, now think about it. He could wrestle because but it's who, not for who, the title. Who, yeah, correct. So right? he could take in a loss, and it's technically not on him. It's whoever eats that pin. Yeah. Um, which could be Sammy, and that's where they get all pissed off. Or Solo. Or Solo. Uh, yeah, more so Sammy. 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 Yeah. I mean, Sammy took the pin against because Riddle that's a the bigger. That's a bigger storyline between Sammy and Jay. But did you see him pop? He popped uh, Roman. He got. Sammy oh to man, laugh. yeah. Oh my God, Sammy, Sammy's awesome. Sammy Zayn is doing the Lord's work right now. He's doing untouchable on the microphone. He's very good, and with the gimmick, he's very good. Because I, I think I think level. he's getting kind of. I'm, I don't want to say the word free range, but he's getting his well, character. He it. Yeah, that's fair. He's getting you know the choice of what he wants to do. Letting him go. So here, here's the ball. Present I I do think that my early prediction is we're going to see the Bloodline versus the Wyatt somehow at at Survivor Series. Uh, a lot's got to happen in a short. So now, so now this leads us to this, right? We're not even going to talk about Crown Jewel. We're going we're going to talk about Extreme Rules. So what's the gripe and what's the reason why? Well, we'll figure that out. Okay. I think right now you can't te- you can't tease the bag. You're going to get my mess. Well, no. Right now, what's today's date? October what? Uh, today is the thirteenth. The thirteenth. So tomorrow's <laughs> tomorrow's the fourteenth, and tomorrow we're seven weeks away, I think, from Survivor Series. Yeah, we're right? we're out far enough, but the we're way out far that, enough. You know the way that they have been teasing all the stuff with Bray Wyatt. I mean, it could take forever. Now, it could take all six weeks. Well, no, I mean before the the, show. the QR code from Monday, right? Yep. Well, well, first so, of all, so we're yeah. transitioning into now. Now this is let's, all things Wyatt, folks. Yeah, if you want to jump around, yeah, whatever this is. Time yeah, is. right now, right now we're at forty-one minutes and fifty-four seconds. For the rest of this podcast will be about Bray Wyatt. Um, Tom's boy, I see. I Tom's arm is glowing with all his lanterns and yeah. fireflies over um, there. Forty-two minutes in, this is our, this is how we're going to end the show with Bray Wyatt. It was obvious from the beginning that it was him, in my opinion. Too many clues. If you if you really looked into the videos, you saw all the writings, all the readings on the wall with everything that he said in the past and whatever. Yeah. When the lights went black, I think that was another reason how you knew. And then all of a sudden, you know, as soon as you started singing, you know, you've got the, you whole, got the world, whole world. That was it. That was we it. We were both. So Tom and I watched the, this uh, premium live event together. It's the first one in a while. Yes. Um, so those are always really fun, by the mm-hmm. way. Um. And uh, we're both just we, we seen it. Then Riddle puts his arms up, and then boom, screen goes black, and we're like, "Holy shit, this is it!" Tom and I, I don't think looked at each other the whole time until everything was over. We were looking at the television. I'm grabbing Tom's arm, <laughs> uh, or maybe that was his third leg. I don't know. Yeah, some strong. And um, and we're just like glued to the TV because this is what we were. Waiting I know. For. I mean, to be honest, I mean, flat out, when he got released, it made me so upset that I didn't really want to watch yeah, for a little bit. He said, "I'm not watching." I mean, gra- I mean, Tom granted, buried his lantern in his backyard. I mean, I mean he no. Himself in a pool. I mean, I've, already I've followed Bray Wyatt since he made his debut when he was on NXT. When he made Sussy. his debut, when he made his debut in a fucking inferno match against Kane at at SummerSlam years oh, what a ago, way to come out. years ago, right? I've been following him and I got behind him just because of just he he just he offers different. so he's so different than everybody else. Yeah, he's not the bop 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 bop. 
I'm gonna beat the title. You're I'm yeah. I'm from the under you know, I'm the underdog. You know, all my life I've a, been the fighter. A good sign you know. of a character is one who doesn't need the belt to be champion. And if he does, great. He doesn't. I hate to use Undertaker as that person, but that's the only person I can He's think been getting of. a lot of vibes of our generation, of this generation's Undertaker. Right. And he, to me, he's nowhere near it. No, no, I get it. I'm just yeah. for comparison's sake, like. I mean, he'll Undertaker never be. He'll never be the Undertaker. That. Yeah, the Undertaker's one not, of a kind. He's not trying. He's to not be, trying to be. But there's always room for macabre and, and kind of like yeah. that kind of wrestling. You know, the the supernatural mm-hmm. and, and like confusing and holy crap and and makes you think. These stuff. This is the mind game kind of guy. This is the mysterious. These are the mysterious things that wrestling needs. Right. A mysterious it it, character. It keeps it fun and it, it does. doesn't make wrestling just so linear. Mm-hmm. It gives you different wrinkles. The wrinkles WWE, are good. The WWE has done a lot of mysterious things in their career. Uh, when the, all the returns of the Undertakers, um, you know, when Mankind debuted, he was a mysterious guy pulling out his hair. Why was he pulling out his hair? Right. Yeah, the turn the of the Undertaker room. with yeah. Paul Bearer, he joined with Mankind. Um, you know, when when Chris Jericho came out. And he debuted. What's the countdown to Millennium? That was a mystery. When he came back again, save us, Y2J. That was a mystery. Yeah. So, like, all these mysterious returns. I mean, like, you know, the one for Edge recently, that was pretty obvious. But, um, I mean, but... when It you, also took a lot, too. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of internet sleuthing. You had a lot of people were, who were very quick and good at this. Had yeah. to pause and catch all yeah. these. Oh, there's a, there's a Ray Mysterio. There's the Eddie Guerrero mm-hmm. license plate. There's this, like, for Edge. We're talking about Edge. Yeah. Um, but, but at the then same time, you kind of figured it at out. At the same time, those people did the same thing for Bray Wyatt. Yeah, oh yeah, they did. You know what I mean? And that was, I think they that were was magnified. QR codes quick because I couldn't do it. I, it took me so long to catch like two. Of that them. was magnified to like a thousand times uh, with the amount have, of people. Yeah. Because the amount of people that were going to find if it was Bray Wyatt was large because a lot of people missed them. You know, I was trying to crack these codes too. I mean, honestly, I missed the character in television. Yes, he was behind a mask mostly with the fiend, and yes, he was booked bad, and he lost to Goldberg and all this shit. But you know, him bringing that 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 schizo character of the Mister Rogers and him, and you know, that's something that I remember as being awesome. And the way he debuted was awesome, and all this, all everything about the guy, in my opinion. Yeah, is he the greatest in the ring? Not really. Mm-hmm. But do you really have to be at this time in professional wrestling? Not really. You really don't have to be. The fucking, you know, the god of professional wrestling to hold the belt. Right. Right? Look at Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar was champion for so long. All his matches are what? German suplex, German suplex, German suplex, F5, done. Yeah. And that's against everybody. Start the car, go home. You know what I mean? The last time that he did something crazy, he almost broke his neck against Kurt Angle. Did a shooting star press. He did break his neck. WrestleMania 19. Yeah. Brock Lesnar, you stick to what you're good at. German suplexes, your strength. Your ground and pound, and your F five. I mean, you know, still all kind of. I mean, honestly, it, look it at Roman Reigns. Fine. Roman Reigns' maneuvers are kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Is that Ro- you? yeah. Oh, no. Ro- Roman Reigns' maneuvers are kind of in the same ballpark every match. So I mean, for for Bray Wyatt to be this great presence that we all see, does it have to? to you know, does it have to be? Only in the wrestling ring? No. Right. Does it have to be a five star? No. Burner. You know. I think. Like? You know, and the last, the I think the last QR code is the one that we're gonna get that we just got, which was of the puzzle pieces and the song. It was called Howdy, meaning hello, and then the alphabet. Did you notice the? I think it was J N V, 
No. J and V came on the screen behind the 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 puzzle, and J and V is the tenth, the fourteenth, and the twenty eighth letter of the alphabet. Ten, fourteen, twenty eight. That's tomorrow. That's what it meant. What's twenty eight? What ten fourteen? I mean twenty two. I'm sorry, twenty two. I'm sorry, twenty two. No, ten fourteen twenty two. I'm sorry. So SmackDown, yeah. Yeah. So tomorrow, because apparently he's exclusively in the blue brand. Right. So let him stay in the blue brand. And mind you, the guy. you know, you know the 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 guy pulling all the strings for all these vignettes. Yes, is is half Bray Wyatt, and the other is um his name is Rob Fee. Yeah, he's he, from Disney, writer from Marvel and Disney. Yeah, and who he, he's been working specifies on this. in horror films. They just recently announced him as part of WWE, but he's been a long time like mm-hmm. WWE guy and, and kind of closely been working with them at, at certain periods. I think of this time. is half and half. I think that a lot of this has to do with brain. Oh, a- absolutely. Too. I'm not. I'm, yeah. I'm not saying it's all one guy. I'm saying like the other yeah. half of that brainchild is this one guy. That Remember last last week like we this. talked about how eight years ago he He's gave hired for continuity. Yeah, he gave the story of the fiend eight years ago. Yeah, eight years ago on a YouTube video, and now the fiend came into life. So we're done with the fiend. I mean, again, it's still very early to tell. It's Who's very he early targeting? to tell. What is what is his purpose? Is he trying to right the wrongs of of why he was released? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a lot of things. Is he going to come revel, back after revel, Seth? Revel, revel in what you are. A lot of the a lot of the quotes. He's not. He's not coming after Seth. No, he's going to be on SmackDown. Oh right, right. he's not coming yeah, after yeah, Seth. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's not going to come after Randy either. Like he's done with that. Like okay. the, the right. fact well, that we saw the the fact that we saw the burnt fiend mask on the desk. I think that it's an end to a means to just kind of. Let everybody know. Let everybody know that it's gone. There's, there's no hidden thing. There now that everyone's talking back. about this Wyatt six, right? The Wyatt six. How there's five puppets he, and he makes six. He's been Wyatt six on Twitter and whatever for a long time, many months. So now everyone's saying, oh, you know, I know who's behind the masks and everything. Well, apparently Bo Dallas got resigned. So would I be surprised can, if can Bo we Dallas finally get yeah. his brother in this? Yeah. So Bo Dallas got resigned. Uh, Bo Dallas was the. F- the second, no, the third NXT champion had a great run in NXT. Triple H loved him. Got came up as Bo Leave, and you know he was part of the uh, what was him and Axel's tag team. Well, the best work that they did was working with the Miz. The Miz, as yeah, is the Miz Taraj. Yeah, hands down, the funniest shit I've seen. In it was very time, good. But but what was their tag? What was his tag team called with him and Curtis Axel? Uh, will come to me. I forget. Yeah. They had the I'll, song. I'll Google it. Yeah, but he was a former tag champion, former NXT champion, and kind of fell his way through with Bo, with Bo Dallas because Bo leave. Um, but apparently Triple H really likes him. Yeah. So now you put him with his brother. Okay. You put him. Not many people know this, but I mean, you should know this, but well, I mean, Bo Dallas the, and Bray Wyatt are brothers. The Miz-Taraj. That's yeah. what it's coming up as. They were the miz No, but after the miz they they had a name. Or like they had a song. I remember... As a tag team, <laughs> yeah, I forgot what it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll keep working. But on Bray Wyatt and, and Bo Dallas are brothers in real life, and uh, their father is Mike Rotunda, IRS, who had a good tweet the other day about uh, his son coming back at the WWE. Make sure April you pay your taxes. The B team. The B team, yeah. B team, B team, go go go. <laughs> um, I'm really interested in this because they teased backstage vignettes with them too years ago when when bray was bray and bo would come in and they would talk Ah. you know bray would say brother you know what i mean in real life um so i think he'll be linked with this team wide if they're if they're if they're proposing team wyatt versus bloodline at war games which i think they're gonna do Mm -hmm. i think that bray and bo are two of the wrestlers 
Now, people that have people that Bray have had affiliated with, Eric Rowan is technically a free agent. Mm-hmm. Braun Strowman, who technically is on SmackDown, right? So, do you see Braun Strowman teaming up with Bray Wyatt for this? I don't think now if the if the puppets that come to life is if that's the story and that's what they're gonna have have a go at it. I don't think that's the case. So the puppets were had come to life right in, yeah. the, in the stands. Mm-hmm. Within the, it was the death of the Firefly Funhouse, right. in my opinion, and he set them free. Okay, because so the that whole was, pro- that was like their souls. Because then they went to the screen where they were all kind of like yeah. dead, and it was the whole was... purpose of the Firefly Funhouse. Like if you watch the vignettes, they all want to escape, and Bray, as the Mister Rogers character, is having them all stay together. If you watch, okay, like the Ramblin' Rabbit, he was getting the shit beat out of him. He wanted to leave. Huskus Harris wanted to leave. Abbott the Witch wanted to leave. They all wanted to leave the Firefly Funhouse, and the Fiend character. Because he's hurt them or he healed them. He brought them in, he healed them, and brought them back together, even though he was hurting them the whole time. That's the whole schizo personality. Oh, look at you. So I now, really read into this so now with the death of the Fiend and the birth of Bray Wyatt, again, race. that's why, you know, revel in what you are. He's talking about the voices in his head, how the enemy is, a, a is, new, is me and all that stuff. Is he going to be wearing this new mask? I think so. Just a thing. I think he's gonna be wearing the new mask. Okay. Um, it's very like V for Vendetta. Yeah, it is. I think he's gonna. He's not gonna wrestle with it though, but he's gonna wear it. I think. Um, but if you watch that vignette of before he came out through the door, um, obviously the Firefly Funhouse was dusty and everything was that just because of his time away. But mm-hmm. at the same time, during that time away, the story which I think he's gonna talk about is once he left as the Fiend, that character died and he came back as himself theater of worlds or whatever he's gonna have this whole big speech with it this friday him coming out with the lantern is huge too is he going to be so he's going to be on smackdown but what in what capacity i think that he's going to be installed as a baby face well i mean listen this guy's so here so i'm glad you. he's going to be installed as one of the top baby face because right now in smackdown who's your top baby face drew Drew. mcintyre he just lost the carrying cross yeah ricochet that was months ago Right. Um. So, he comes back as a babyface, which yeah. I mean, the pop. I I don't think I personally ever heard. I can only imagine what that sounded like mm-hmm. live. Um. It was ridiculous. He's going to be a face for a very long time. It's he hard will be. to be whatever he will be. because the fans. He's not. He's not going to a heel. Differently now. He's so. not going to a heel. Yeah. Smart Mark fans still like him. People that hated him like him because of well, how much they missed him. That's the whole thing. Like. I knew it was Bray the entire time, and I just knew he was going to come out. And you missed, you just missed watching him on television. Like well, well, you, you, you missed, missed the that, promos. Like, you missed the. Oh man, give him giving me a reason to watch. Yeah, you missed that for like, him. The holy shit, because he was so like cryptic. Like mm-hmm. you have to watch it a bunch of times, and you want to go back, and you can't wait to see. You can't wait to see yeah. the next thing. Like I've rewatched him coming out three times because of things I missed. Like the mask that Abby the Abby the Witch was wearing. Yeah, apparently it was a bludgeon. It was a bludgeon brother's mask to to, to Harper, mm-hmm. and the blue light was how he was how he debuted in AEW. Yeah. So I mean, he throws those little things in there, but I mean, the way that he came out was perfect. I think it didn't interfere in anybody, and I think the way that he's gonna get reintroduced this week on SmackDown because I think he's gonna have a, a time where he's gonna He'll get reintroduced probably and he's end gonna the pop. show. Yeah. He's gonna get time, and he's gonna deliver his reason why he's back. And I think it's back. I don't. And I, and I, and don't, I think I, that he's. I think he's coming after the bloodline. 
I'm not going to say Roman. I think he's going to come after the bloodline piece by piece. And I think that we're going to see a team, team Wyatt versus the bloodline at War Games. So that's the ultimate. So, you know, the blood. So I'm, okay. So if, if we want to end on this note and finish the yeah, thoughts here. That's fine. You saying that he's going after the bloodline as a whole, not specifically Roman. To but start, all yes. of them, Is very smart because you have Rome. The bloodline is technically heels, but we're teetering because of fan interaction yeah. and whatever. We're teetering on that line. People like And the, you never want to – you can ride the line, but you always want to have it People, cut. People like the bloodline. You're either a face or yeah. you're a heel. This is the ultimate way to move – things back to where they need to be i mean the bloodline is getting pops to positive yeah you know? the bloodline is getting pops right now because of because of what roman's doing but what sammy's doing too like when sammy wasn't the honorary loose he was still getting pops of honorary the people gotta, that were booing that roman shirt, dude that yeah. honorary loose shirt will be, so for everybody be, that was booing roman yeah. they were cheering sammy so yep. it kind of canceled Balance. out yeah now with Roman getting behind Sammy, they're all cheering Roman. But if you notice, they're booing Jay because Jay and Sammy. Sammy's kind of pulling the strings right now. Yeah. Roman's standing in the background right. just talking shit about Logan Paul there, there's once a, in a while. There's an inner strife between Jay right now yeah. that eventually will come to surface. If you notice on the last past weeks on Raw, Roman basically let Sammy do the talking for him. Correct. You never you never saw that even when Yeah. even when Jay like kind of came into the bloodline yeah, first, yep. You know what or I mean? to form it. Yeah. And it kind of brought back memories of how Roman's first real feud was with Jay. Mhm. And I kind of got flashbacks from like when Roman staring down Jay in the ring, very similar to how he, he was, was staring Jay down. Shit. Yep. Just even not even in the Hell in a Cell match. Like, like when Jimmy was Jimmy the Gimp came back. Jimmy the Gimp. So like forever Jimmy the Gimp. Yeah. So I mean that was great how they kind of matched that again. But now FPG Sammy forever the Gimp. Yeah. Right. But now Sammy is in this whole other role where even though he's the honorary Oos, he's getting tasks handed down to him from Roman to make him like he was a real brother yeah. of them. So that's gonna piss Jimmy even more off, right. and it's already setting him yeah. off. You can see it, and then and then you saw uh, at the end of the riddle match, well, no, J- Jay, Jimmy was Jimmy Jay, goes, yeah. Jay was smiling. Jimmy likes Sammy. Solo likes Sammy. Does, yeah. The only one that hates him is Roman. Yeah. I mean, is uh, J- is Jay Jay, and that's the whole point of it. Yeah, that's the whole point of it. There's I mean, inner, I, there's inner to- turmoil. Yeah, on top of a bigger issue, which is great because it creates all again more wrinkles. It does. Wrinkles are good. So. You know, with that being said, I think that the bloodline versus the Wyatts are going to happen at War Games. So, what's the point of the Wyatts running around then? Like, whoever these people or persons or whatever mm-hmm. are, what is their? What are they there to do? Take down the bloodline, and that's it. Yeah, and then we just go from there. You could. I mean, I. I mean, that, my. That's where my that's early a guess. Good, you know, a cliffhanger. Because there there's because there, like, there's so much backstory with Roman and Bray that never really got into the forefront. Okay. They've had their singles matches. They even paired as a tag team a couple on a couple of Raws. Mm. But like there was always like that little you know situation with them that was never really brought into the to the limelight. Yeah, you always had the Shield versus the Wyatt family, but Bray and Roman never really had a chance to, to, to they had a to couple breathe, times. Yeah. Especially at this level. To breathe at, right at this level now. And that's fair. Because right now think... Roman's a top of his game, yeah. 
And with Bray coming back, he's elevated right to the top. Do you think eventually in a year's time, maybe that maybe a year's time is too too soon? Mm-hmm. Does Bray come back at some point? Let's just put it that way and win a championship. Yes. Okay. I think he does. Um I think right now Bray being Roman's last opponent before maybe he loses it or bigger fish come into play. Like the could rock be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. If Bray's the guy before the rock, that means that that's how, that's how you get there, right? That's how you get there. Yeah. Bray Remember, is there try, see, once again, who did we just name drop? And if you haven't watched any interviews, the rock was Oh, he's talking shit about Roman all day. Yeah, yeah. So I he calls himself coming. the real, yeah, yeah the real coming, They had the actor of Young Rock there the other day. At that Rock. was cool. It's, it's happening. Yeah, man. That's the small shit that you pick up on. Yeah, man. You know, Rock's getting questions asked about what he thinks of his cousin about being ahead of the table. Quote, I'm the head of the table. You're sitting across from the guy. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's right there just started the feud. Mm-hmm. So for Bray Wyatt to be the bridge, that's a hell of a bridge. That that's a lot of that's it's a lot a of eyes bridge. on that bridge. Yeah, man. It's a lot of eyes on that bridge. So for Bray Wyatt to be the bridge, and unfortunately the bridge after Bray is the Rock, and the Rock can come in and cost Roman in a way that he doesn't lose his belt, like a disqualification. Okay, that's fine. And then Bray walks away not losing. Yeah, he, winning. Yep. But Roman's still a champ, and then Bray can have a good match at Mania. Mm-hmm. Because if they don't split the belts, which they are probably not going to now. But if they don't split the belts, then you could see Seth face Cody for the U.S. title at Mania or whatever. You know what I mean? But then we got to think about who's going to win the Rumble. Like, is The Rock really going to win the Royal Rumble? <laughs> you know, imagine that. Imagine The Rock comes back and wins the Royal Rumble. How fucking nuts that would be. I mean, right now, all signs point to Cody. So, I mean, we'll see what happens with that. But... I mean, you know, for the past twenty for the past twenty minutes, we were talking about Bray Wyatt. So, I mean, am I happy that he's back? I'm ecstatic. I was very happy. Um, it's nice to see him back on television. But at the same time, I'm happy to see Gals and Anderson back. I'm happy to see Dexter Loomis and Dakota Kai, and I'm happy to see Brock Lesnar finally wrestle Bobby Lashley. And I'm happy to see, you know, I'm even anxious to see what happens with Nikki Cross if she comes back as Nikki Cross. I'm excited to see if Nikki the puppets Cross come back on, to life. Uh, she was on Raw. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to see if these puppets Nikki come to Cross life. Coming- in, yeah. To the Bray Wyatt fold. It makes sense. Did. That makes perfect sense. So, okay. But, you know, there's a couple other pieces that I think of the field, but that just m- makes us, you know, want to watch the product more and more. I haven't been this excited. And, and exactly. You're probably more excited than I am. I'm very I am excited. Because you've been so. My my monotone voice the, yeah, for the past 130 episodes. There you go. I'm very monotone, but deep down inside, I'm very excited to be a wrestling fan. Yeah. A lot um, coming up. Really smiles. I mean, you, you, you have, have to. Now. Anybody out there, you have to watch Raw and SmackDown now. It's must-watch television. And thank you, Triple H, for that. And what is much-watch listening is us again next week with a brand-new episode of Sunset Flip Radio available wherever you get your podcast. Follow us on social media at Facebook and Instagram at Sunset Flip Radio. You can email us at sunsetflippodcast at gmail.com. Hey, yeah. let, let's you know send some questions into the yeah, email, Yeah, send guys. some questions. What I mean, I know do... you guys send some stuff over to uh, the social media, and we appreciate that. Well, send, hit the email What, what I want to do... Dry, super dry. Yeah, what I want to do is... Um, Probably during the week, we'll post something about any questions that you have that we'll talk about on next week's episode. Because, to be honest, we don't have any scripts, so we're going to take all the questions from you, the fans. Kind of like a mini satchel, but, you know, not to the extreme. But, um, 
yeah so check out for that next week remember um you know you can find us wherever you get your podcast same as last week yeah. same as this week and same as next week same as uh, but in the meantime once again i'm your co-host the million dollar father mr thomas lee he's sitting across from the room for the 130 time 30th time the most handsome dad in the room mr alex drayton yeah, aka the honorary use himself. Uh, the honorary use yeah <laughs> the honorary guinea um but in the meantime as always peace love and wrestling and if case we don't talk to you good afternoon good evening and good night